We know many of us spend more money because of things that we see on social media, especially on Instagram. But on this edition of Money with Friends, we are going to get into how you can actually save money. We've got thought leader Chris Browning with us of the Popcorn Finance Podcast, plus our money friends and what they have to say about that. All that and so much more on Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City, where, by the way, I also host the Financial Grown-Up podcast. Got to get that in. And to you, Chris. And I am Chris Browning, host of the Popcorn Finance podcast, coming to you from Popcorn Studios in Los Angeles, California. And you can tell we tape this show live. This is the Money <laughs> News show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape, like Chris Browning from the Popcorn Finance Podcast. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And our sponsor today, this episode of Money with Friends is sponsored by AcreTrader. Farmland can be a great way to diversify your portfolio, especially these days. Stock market's doing great in 2019, but how will it really do in 2020? I don't know. A lot of people think it's time to diversify. AcreTrader has a great explainer video with more intel. You can go to acretrader.com forward slash MWF to learn more. All right, Chris, what's up today? We're taping this late night, by the way. I know. It's, I'm, I really appreciate you burning the midnight oil over there to stay up <laughs> with me to, to do this episode. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, we know we... we Yes. Let's just say yes. We're just going to go with yes. Um, I'm happy to be here. We have some money friends with us joining us for this taping live on Facebook Live. And it's nice. We have some new faces because we're taping at a different time. And speaking of friends, let's see which friend is going to lead us into our story. This is Bethany from the Money Millhouse. Friends, check. Money, check. Friends with money, let's do this. All right, Chris, you're starting with the first headline, with the headline, yeah. I should say. Yes, this one is coming to us from Aditi Shikrant. Oh, let me make sure I pronounce <laughs> him correctly. Aditi Shrikant. And uh, it's a great article here. It's uh, titled as Instagram Grooms You to Spend Money. Here's how you can use it to help you save instead. And this uh, is by CNBC, I should say. Yes, Acorns CNBC. Acorn. Thank you for adding that in there. And it starts off with, uh, before Bernadette Joy paid off $300,000 in debt by living on one income, minimalist minimalist lifestyle, she was not the most restrained spender. Uh, she said, I had over 100 dresses in my closet. And in hindsight, even if I spent $50 on each dress, that's already $5,000. Uh, today, she says she realized that much of her spending had to do with not wanting to be left out, something many millennials experience. Almost half of this generation, 48% roughly, uh, says they've overspent and even potentially gone into debt to keep up with their friends. Uh, and that's according to a 2019 Credit Karma survey. And 49% say they have been influenced by social media to spend money on experiences. And I, I can say I've been there. Uh, and Instagram is such a driver of peer pressure, Joy says, but use wisely, use wisely, it can help you. She has found that certain accounts on the platform encourage her to save money and pay off her debt. And um, some, some tips they give here is uh, one of them is to unfollow accounts that are bad influences. So uh, Instagram prompts us to one thing, says um, Adam Alter, uh, professor of marketing at NYU Stern School of Business. Uh, you, 
you're seeing the top 1% of interesting people doing the top 1% of the most interesting things in their lives and put you in an aspirational mindset that leads you to shop for betterment. And in fact, 72% of millennials have wondered how friends can afford the expensive experiences that they have posted on social media. And that's according to a Schwab survey. All right. We're going to read more in a minute, but I want to just pause because you said something there. You said you've been there. Tell us what have you done because you've been influenced by social media. Truth. Truthfully. I'll put this out there. Truthfully. Definitely wanting to go on trips. And that's, I didn't travel a lot growing up. My family, you know, we, everywhere we went, we'd be, we'd be driving. So we couldn't get very far. Uh, but um, looking at social media really has made me want to go to places that I never probably even would have thought of and maybe faster than I probably should because, you know, it's going to take some time to save up for some of these trips. And you feel this pressure like, hey, they're out there doing these things. They're seeing these great places. I don't want to get old and say I've never been anywhere. And I feel this pressure to, to do these things that, I probably wouldn't have done if I would have just been, you know, reading a book. <laughs> and then what happened afterwards? Was it was it worth it or? Oh, it's hard to say. My bank account would say, no, it wasn't worth it. Uh, my memories say, you know, it felt like a good idea, but I really wish I, some of these trips, I would have kind of taken my time and said, you know what? I can, I can wait a little bit longer. I'm not going to get old that fast. So I can uh, be a little more responsible about this. Well, we're going to circle back to that whole idea. We're going to, by the way, see what the money friends said on Instagram about this whole issue. Um, But let's continue with the whole idea of, you know, ways that you can actually save money. And it's interesting, Chris, I noticed hmm, that there's some experts quoted in this piece as well. Some very familiar names. Let's see. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. The piece goes on. Chris Browning, I know him of the financial podcast, Popcorn (laughs) Finance, says he used to struggle. This is how I knew. Comparing himself to others based on their social media personas. For me, this is a quote from Chris. Isn't this fun having your stuff read back to you, Chris? Very weird. For me, we have big (laughs) celebrities here on Money with Friends. For me, I would go down, get down when I saw people buying homes in other areas. You were sad, Chris. When people were hitting these milestones, they were so difficult and seemed out of reach. Joy says she felt the same thing, which is why she cleared her feed of these accounts. I phased out. So this is the big tip, guys. I phased out social media that encouraged me to spend or made me feel bad about my current state of mind. So remember, you can just not follow people. It's okay. They'll still be your real life friends if they're your real life friends. If they're your internet friends and they're not making you feel good, they're not really your friends. They're, you know, they're the devil. Okay. You can also follow inspiring people. Look for accounts that make you feel good and reinforce your financial choices. Plenty of users have accounts to help them document their debt-free journey, for example, or you can share tips on how to pay off large loans and save money. I mean, this goes to the whole idea. And I, I know you also, you also believe in this. Surround yourself with people that you find supportive and inspiring, right? Exactly. Because these are the people that are going to be popping up in your face all the time. Because we all, you know, we all can admit it. We're on social media all the time. So you have to make sure that you're adding people to your network, to your group that are going to be uplifting and inspiring to you, not drag you down and make you feel like you're broke all the time. Yes. It also talks about that you should follow certain hashtags that are going to inspire you. So in this piece, they talk about things like hashtag financial freedom or hashtag side hustle, things that will motivate you in a positive direction to achieve your goals and not feel pressure compared to people that um, maybe you don't want to be like ultimately. I mean, you you mm-hmm. want to be, you think you want to be like them. I guess that's really what we're saying. You think you want to be like them, but you really don't ultimately, right? Yes. Exactly. And I think Kimberly in the in the chat made a great point. She said, it's important to spend on what you value, but not to go overboard. And 
it's it's about knowing what your what your values are and i think sometimes we just get caught up in what everyone else is posting what everyone thinks is a great thing to do with your money and it may not really truly be what we value we're just kind of following along so what kimberly said is great it's like put put emphasis on your values and then that i think will help you not go overboard because you just focus your energy on the things that are really going to matter to you Right. And also, finally, the article concludes by saying, and this is so obvious, and yet none of us do it, you can also just delete your account. Have you ever really considered deleting your account, Chris? Ooh, not <laughs> seriously. I've said it in my mind, I'm going to get rid of it. I've never actually, <laughs> ever actually done that. <laughs> well, you're very good at social media, and, and it's part of your business, so it's a little bit harder. Um, we True. did ask our money friends some questions about this. Okay, so this is the one First thing we did is we did a poll. We asked, truth, do you spend more because of what you see there on Instagram? So what do you think that our money friends said, Chris? You have not seen, you did not know the question. You did not know anything that they answered ahead of time. Just so our audience knows, I'm completely putting you on the spot. I have not looked this up beforehand. I, I'm all, I always struggle with this because I want to say, what is the real answer and what did people put down? If I'm going to hedge and say, you know, okay, what did people really say? I'll say it's a 65 people said, yes, they have been influenced. 65%. Yes. That they have been influenced. And so the, the question I should say, the answers were totally, meaning I have bought stuff. And the other one was, I can resist. Ooh, oh, man, now it's worded that way. Okay, I'm flipping it. 65 said, I can resist. I'm flipping it around. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is unbelievable, guys. And this may be a first. It was 100% so far. It's been out there for a few hours, but it's 100%. Okay, said, Instagram. You're going to lie I us. can resist. So, <laughs> not, of this very unscientific survey, no one is admitting. And so, Chris and I, by the way, are admitting. We've totally been tempted. I've gone to restaurants I've seen on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Totally. All the food. I've been influenced to buy different clothing. Totally. Um, Chris, you have a couple comments that people left as well. Yeah. So, uh, Jackie underscore K4 said, Add to your cart and wait. A lot of the sites are uh, boutique and I forget what they were. So, <laughs> so I think it's like you get the little rush of shopping. Like, oh, I saw something I really like. Let me throw it in my cart. And then maybe you just, I'll come back and maybe you just forget and never actually buy it. So you don't have to worry about that. I did that. I did that on Cyber Monday. Although it's a couple things that I do need, like for my kitchen. So now I blew it. I didn't get the sale price. Oh. But I loaded my cart up and then I just got so busy in the day that I never checked out. And now I did go back and the, the Super Cyber Monday sale is gone. On. So now I'm going to just wait again, I guess, because I don't want to pay more. <laughs> yeah. And you know, one tip someone just actually told me today out of the blue, it had nothing to do with this. They were like, hey, just put stuff in your cart for all these stores and they'll email you when things get lower because they want you to come back. They may even offer you a coupon. So this could be a great strategy. It may not yes. be over for you yet, Bobby. It may not be over. I may get my pots and pans yet. Yes, we do need, <laughs> we need new grill pans. This is the truth. It's so <laughs> exciting here. Anyway. Hey. All right. And you have one more, I think. Yes, I do. This one's from Vincent underscore, I think it's Cipollone. Hopefully I'm saying that right, Vincent. Uh, I said, work out more, learn some new stuff, occupy your time, don't eat out, cook more. So I think this is really finding things to occupy that time that maybe you would spend mindlessly scrolling through Instagram and maybe you won't get hit with as many temptations and ads and all that stuff and save yourself some money. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, let's, before we get to our takeaways, I want to talk actually about where you can put your money. If you're not spending it all on social media, you can think about your investing. And right now, as I mentioned earlier in the show, the stock market had a great year. I definitely believe in the stock market, but I also believe in diversification and it's up to you. I am a CFP. I'm not your CFP. I always say that, 
But it is always good to think about diversification, especially as we head into a new year, having had such an amazing year with more traditional investments. Some people want alternative investments. So I'm really happy that Acre Trader is supporting money with friends because it gives you an alternative. In fact, I met this fall with a lot of the folks from Acre Trader, and it's really interesting the way that it works, especially for a city person like me, Chris. <laughs> Um, so the good news is you don't actually have to go to the farm. You don't have to do the work. You can watch videos and you can actually see the farm um, online nice. if you go to their site. But you just get to be the landlord. You're one of the owners of the field. You don't have to worry about watching the farm weather forecast. Though you might find that interesting, Chris. For some reason, I think you might be into that. I like the way that sounds. <laughs> I really, especially the hands-off part. And I could stay at home. Exactly. And <laughs> all the things. So you're buying a portion of a farm. And if you go and you look at Acre Trader's website, they have a great video explainer on how it works. But a lot of the farms are things like soy and corn, and they recently got into almond farming. Farms are expensive, so Acre Trader divides the field into smaller pieces, so that makes it a lot more affordable. That said, you do have to be something called an accredited investor, so you guys can look that up. Um, but the thing about farming is that it's boring. And that is the opposite of what the stock market is right now. It's been fabulously exciting this year overall, but sometimes exciting can go different ways. We really don't know. So this is a nice place to consider putting a portion of your portfolio if you are looking to diversify. And if you decide that it's right for you, go learn more. Make sure it's the right decision for you. You can learn more at acretrader.com forward slash MWF. And by using that link, they will send us a thank you. And so we thank you for doing that and for using our link if it's the right investment for you and for supporting the show. Takeaways, Chris. Nice. All right. So my takeaway from this is I, I really wanted to focus on the portion uh, where they spoke about following inspiring hashtags, but, but also following inspiring people, because I think you want to put as much positivity and encouragement in front of your face while you're on there. So on Instagram, some of my favorite accounts are uh, there's a uh, go budget girl, which they mentioned in the article. Uh, inspire budget. Um, there is um, debt free millennials, rich and regular. They're a great couple doing some amazing things. I think there's all these places and resources you can go to that you can put into your feed, see people doing great things with their money, and have a have an alternative to hey, buy this, but instead say hey, save this, and this is what we're doing, and this is how you can improve your your future down the line. So that's what I would take away from this. I love that because it's all about the people and the content and the influencers that you surround yourself with. If you're following influencers that are pushing you to buy stuff, and in most cases, they get a cut, which is fine. That's completely fine. Yeah. I think everyone should you know, have their businesses. We have a capitalist system. So there's nothing wrong with them you know, promoting products that they believe in that they're working with. But remember that that is what they're doing. Um, so if that's not what you want to be seeing, you should be seeing, as you said, people that are going to be supporting your goals. My takeaway is that Instagram magnifies something that has always been true. You don't know what people have or don't have. Stuff may be gifted to them. Maybe they can't afford it and they're in debt because all they have that stuff. Or honestly, sometimes they can afford it. Sometimes people just have more money than you. Yeah, and true. this is life, you know? I mean, to some degree, the truth is someone's always going to have more. You can go, I mean, I flew, I think, business class for the very first time a few years ago because someone else was paying. <laughs> and it was really cool. But the truth is someone said to me, oh, but you're in business class. You really should be in first class. And you know, when you're in first class, you're going to be like, why am I not on a private plane? I mean, where does it end? There's no exactly. winning. 
So you guys, you need to take control in whatever way worked for you. I love Chris's ideas, um, but it may mean just shutting it down. Um, and then, you know, not hearing from your friend when they come back from some fabulous trip. Don't look at the pictures on Instagram, maybe hang out with them. And if you talk to them directly, it's probably going to be a lot more real what actually happened on the trip. They'll tell you, you know, that so-and-so had a rough day this day, or the kid had a meltdown. And you're not going to just see these perfect, beautiful Instagram filtered pictures, emphasis on filtered. So (laughs) shut down the shopping, but try not to lose the human connection when you do so. Exactly. I agree. I agree 100% with that. And plus, you have something to talk about. If you shut it down, you don't know what's going on in everyone's life. So it'll be a surprise when you actually (laughs) have a conversation with them. And you might pay attention and put your phones away when you're together. (laughs) But leave your phones out when you listen to Chris on the Popcorn Finance Podcast. Tell us what's going on over there. Well, thank you very much, Bobby, for that. Uh, we're wrapping up the uh, the year. What are we at? End of 2019. I almost forgot what year it is. I'm already in 2020 in my mind. Uh, but yeah, just wrapping up the year. We're going to have some fun conversations on uh, goal setting and answering some uh, some questions from listeners over there, all in about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. So awesome. All right, everybody, check that out. Also, I want everyone to participate in our polls and questions so you can be part of the show. Even if you can't be here live, we will try to give as many shout outs as we can. You can do that by following us on Instagram at moneyfriendspod. That's also our Twitter handle. And you can find out more about Chris Browning and all of our thought leaders for season two by going to our website at moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also get the links to the articles that we discuss on the show by going to the schedule. And Chris, before I let you leave, what is your social media handles? Oh yeah, you can find that, right. Oh, thank you for adding that in there. Yes, you can reach me at uh, at Popcorn Finance Podcast on Instagram, or just search for Popcorn Finance on Twitter and Facebook. And definitely follow Chris. He is extremely entertaining on social media, doing some really fun stuff. So oh, thank, thank you, you, Chris, for being here. Oh, and you're gonna be back tomorrow. Yes, yeah. most definitely. Another episode. And so, on behalf of Chris and Bobby Rebel, thank you for tuning in to Money with Friends. We'll see you next time. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.